See, lately I've been seeing others judge others based on their appearance and how they dress. Saying you gotta look a certain way to go to Christ. See, I think different. Check my sweat. What's up, everybody? That was one of my favorite Christian rappers going by the name of Forgiven. I don't know why. It just hits really hard in the car. I've got some, uh, almost a competition ready system in the in my uh, car. So I love to sit there and play the Christian rap music because, of course, uh, I was a big fan back in the 80s of, of uh, uh, all the big two live crew, all that great big huge gangster yes gangster rap i was into gangster rap uh, and yeah, still enjoy a, a good song that'll hit the thought i'd share that i'm gonna leave the whole song on the back end so if you're interested in listening to the whole song this week started up a live youtube morning show around 7 45 a.m central after uh Bo, one million cubs project uh, after his show we jokingly call it uh, Morning Hobby Palooza. Going to go over the pr the previous day ac activities, a little bit about the business side of the hobby. I'm going to try to keep this uh, moving forward product-oriented and then have that more sa daily sales type and activity type. That way I can keep the two shows a little bit more distinct. Of course, we're also going to have uh, interviews on this show this uh, this is the part two of my conversation with John Newman. Just got done uh, listening to it. it. Had some laughs while I was listening to it. So I hope you enjoy it. But that's going to be in a couple minutes. Got some topics I wanted to go over. Bo comes on at like 7.15 a.m. And I'm, I'm going to jump on after his show Monday through Friday. Uh, anywhere from between when he ends and 7.45. At that accounts, uh, this podcast... Uh, Monday night personal rips and hobby chat with uh, Herman hobby hotline once a month and the daily shows. I think that's enough content creation for myself, uh, <laughs> uh, but it sure makes sure uh, it's a lot, but it sure makes sure that I stay on top of the hobby keeps me fully 100% engaged. I did last week go into the wild. I went to Walmart uh, actually every morning. Let me back up a second. Every morning after Bo's show and after my show I go to the post office that way I'm delivering off the previous day's orders well I needed to pick something up at Walmart I stopped at our local Walmart and as I stopped at the local Walmart uh, I picked up the item that I was looking for and walked by the card aisle and as I was walking by the card aisle the MJ Holdings guy was there taking cards out and there was absolutely nobody else around and i asked him you know uh how long are you going to be do you have an idea and he goes oh no don't worry about it. just take whatever you want and i started shaking because how often does that happen where you're by yourself you get to pick what you want and the guy's not gonna like hold off or anything like that so i was just ecstatic uh, i did leave some for the kids uh, I picked up a GPK Chrome for Herman and sent that to him. Uh, I had picked up three Tops 2020 holiday boxes, seven playoff football fat packs, and seven playoff, or excuse me, five playoff football blasters. Uh, they didn't have any basketball. Had they had basketball, I think I probably would have peed myself. So 
but it was mainly mainly football and, and baseball and then the GPK for Chrome. I've been looking for some for him. But uh, it was really, really cool to walk in and all of a sudden see wax being taken out or not wax, but new product being taken out and thrown onto the, it was just really nice. So I was able to get some. Um, last October, uh, I mentioned about some autographed baseballs that I had and selling them and giving the money to charity or to the missions work at uh, my local church. I got them JSA authenticated, as I mentioned previously in November. The letters came in December, and uh, the last week, or actually uh, on the 11th, I put them, actually on the 10th, I put I put the Mickey Mantle ball on eBay, and it wasn't gone in less than 20 minutes, and a nice gentleman named Alex uh, gave me an offer. It was a it was a good offer. I accepted, and uh, there's that within 20 minutes, my church is going to get a uh, donation for missions. I, I say that to tell you as well. On I, I posted it on Facebook. If you follow me on on uh, Facebook at uh, Texas Card Dude page, you know that I also posted it both on eBay and on Facebook to let full disclosure, let people know what was going on. And a gentleman named Ryan said, shoot, he wanted a chance at the ball. Well, I told him next month that I'm going to put out a Willie Mays ball. And would he be interested? He said, yes. We came to an accordance on a, on a great price for the ball. And now I've got two balls sold, autographed uh, balls, Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays balls signed. Uh, the proceeds are going to uh, Christian Ministry which is awesome. I, I, that's a blessing from God. And I, I, I thank him so much for allowing me to be, do that. Um, that was awesome. I had a conversation with KBO over Twitter a couple of days ago, and we were talking about grading and I don't want to talk about and get into grading necessarily for buying, selling or anything like that. We were just talking about the expenses, the expense of grading and how do you manage that? One of the things that he's going to do is probably only submit five a month. And, okay, so it takes a year to get five a month back or it takes six months or whatever. But eventually that will keep itself, it will catch up with himself where he sends five a month, he gets back five a month. So he's feeding the beast, quote unquote, not really feeding it, but he's actually feeding so within like six to eight months he'll send cards he'll get cards back i thought that was a pretty interesting strategy that that we were chatting about so i thought i'd share yesterday thompson announced they are actually going to have a rip party on february 9th and this is going to be a virtual rip party it's not going to be you know where everybody can attend but they are going to have some form of a zoom rip party I put myself Google alerts to be able to listen to what that's going to be or watch whatever that's going to be like. And I, I do know that they're going to have a, a breaker showcase where they're going to have breakers compete for a box cutter award. Don't know what that's going to look like. I set uh, Google alert reminders to uh, read more about it or learn more about it as news becomes more available. And also, 
uh, set myself a calendar invite with a couple of days previous to remind myself that that's upcoming. So those are two really cool things that, that are going on. Uh, I did mention last week that I wanted to share with you my goals because it is January. It is the beginning of the year. Uh, I, I have a ton of goals, uh, all stemming from me, of course, going independent and working for myself. But I'll give you a couple of them. Uh, and if you follow myself on on any of my platforms, you know that I'm trying to find out a better way to increase my social media presence, which is Twitter right now, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and trying to increase uh, the particular interactions that I have. Um, so that's one major goal that I have for 2021. And everything that I'm being told is it's organic and let the game come to you. And as you do more things, the activity will grow. So that's one expectation that I have is, is being more socially interactive and conversely having uh, that increase the footprint. I do want to increase my listing speed on eBay. Uh, I'd like to get, you know, 60 to 70, possibly 80 listings per day. I don't know. I, there's a couple of tools that I'm investigating to try to help that work. There's building templates, trying to have uh, I, if you looked, if you saw my uh, show a couple of days ago, you saw where I put my camera on a tripod per conversation with, with KBO, and I'm now doing pictures at a, at a lightning speed as I was before. So that's increasing my speed. I'm doing templates to increase my speed, but I'd like to get to 60 to 80 listings per day and then jump that goal from anywhere from 80 to 110 to 120 listings per day on eBay, feeding that beast and ha having it keep going and going and going. I am educating myself fully on eBay. I'm, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I found the eBay training program that you can go through online. So I'm reading that, learning as much as I can. I want to become fully versed and edu educated in eBay. And then maybe at the second half of the year, uh, I can have a conversation live on, on YouTube, uh, maybe with a couple of guys. We can do a conversation about that. I need to find various sources of inventory, not just baseball card size, but I want to kind of dabble into carrying hats, shirts, other sports paraphernalia as well, uh, expanding the eBay footprint. And I'm looking for various sources to be able to do that. If you have any suggestions, please reach out to me on on any social platform, I'll be more than happy to chat. Final, not a final goal, but one of the ones that I thought that would be most interesting would be charity work. And that's sponsoring a youth baseball team or a whole, sponsoring a hole at a golf tournament. I will be doing some sort of soup kitchen this year for Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's going to be something that I want to do. But those are just a few goals that I, I wanted to do or wanted to share with you for 2021. And now the big, uh, the big, big, uh, my second half of conversation with John Newman, and just having a blast. I actually really, really did enjoy this conversation. Um, I, I hope that you get as much fun about it as uh, I did. Uh, there's a lot of knowledge in, in uh, the conversation and a lot of heart. So with that, I'll let you listen to the conversation and uh, 
I'll catch up back with you at the uh, back end. So let's do yeah. a little bit more fun. I got another fun question for you. All right, sure. we all know that 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 you're a, you're a horrible horrible Steelers fan. Okay, you're that's the worst <laughs> team in the world. There is no there is no such thing as a horrible Steelers fan. But I'll play along. <laughs> if you had to give up the Steelers or cards, which would it be and why? Oh, that's a good the question. Steelers, uh, Steelers man, I love my Steelers. I love my Steelers, man. I would I probably know. give up the cards. Yeah. Just, I'd probably give up. Listen, I'd probably give up the cards, but then, like, secretly do them. So I, I cheat. <laughs> I would, I would cheat so on that. Cheat on the there's no yeah, way okay. I could give up. Probably, there's no way I probably could give up either. So uh, I would just say I was doing one, and I would just keep it on the down low. Man, you're a closet guy. I didn't even think about that. So uh, next question, this one's going to be a little tougher one. What would you like to accomplish in the hobby in the next five years? Assuming we're around them. Like myself, single-handedly, or, or, or just see what the hobby go to? Yeah, well, no, yourself. What would you actually like to accomplish john newman what would you like to see to do in the hobby in the next five years so this isn't coach this also is a a goal type question what would you like to accomplish i'd like to and i'm very happy like where i am in the hobby i don't have any sort of of, i don't have any sort of like oh man i'm falling short and i know that sounds kind of conceited but i'd like to and this this isn't just me. I'd like to think, you know, the card companies, Panini, Tops, and Upper Deck does a pretty good job. But the card companies would maybe hear what we're saying and actually respond to it more. I think 2020 has shown us, unfortunately, as great of the year as it's been for the hobby, um, uh, it's been a bad year customer service. And if we want to, you know, I know we talked about this on Hobby Hotline uh, extensively with, with Dr. Beckett, too. He was on that episode. And, you know, I know we got to give him a little free pass because of short staffing and, and logistics stuff that are making it more difficult. But let's be real. In 2019, there were customer service issues, and that was pre-pandemic. And so mm-hmm. it's not just the pandemic came along and customer service went down the tube. So, you know, I've been on my show, uh, your show. Anyone that's done content creation at least once has been critical of something that these companies have done, whether it's QC or cards coming out of the pack ding or redemptions not being honored or honored in a timely fashion or, you know, what we recently seen with Topps Montgomery Club where uh, people who were in it that were supposed to get first dibs on renewal kind of got left outside the door with it being locked and other people that had, weren't in the club just walked in. They, now, they fixed that in their defense. Mm-hmm. They did correct that. But it did happen. I mean, just, you know, we can't we, – that's the other thing we can't do is write revisions. It's history. Just because Topps fixed it doesn't mean the incident – didn't happen. And so, you know, there's an example. I don't know whether they heard people complaining and responded uh, because of that, or they just did the right thing because they knew it was the right thing. Only those folks in Topps' boardrooms and behind those closed doors know ultimately why they fixed and rectified that. 
but I'd like to see what, you know, and I'm not saying just me. I think that's really sort of cocky to say, oh, I sat on Sports Card Nation. We're all, we're all, you know, highlighting some of the ills, and they're all pretty much the same. We're all talking about similar things. I'd like to see the card companies be more responsive to, to not even just content creators pointing that out, but just we're all, you know, that's the other thing. We're all content creators in this hobby. If you have a Twitter page, if you have a Facebook, if you have an Instagram and you're posting card material, you're creating content. I don't care if you don't turn a mic on, you're creating content. And so I like to see Panini, Tops, Upper Deck, Leaf, name the company, respond to complaints of hobbyists and content creators, you know. Uh, and not just do, not just the dollar signs. And I know the dollar signs are important. Believe me, I know the dollar signs are important as a as a seller myself. But it's got to be more to it than that. We we you know I talked about you know the more people that are in the hobby, the better the hobby is. The more people who stay in the hobby long term, the better the hobby and the stronger the hobby is. And so I, I I'd like to see these companies. Instead of just focusing on the dollar today, I want them to focus on the dollar five years from now and six years from now. So uh, I, I like to think, and I know I've been told, uh, I, I, I don't, I can't go into all the details. I've been told that Tops, Panini, and those kind of companies listen to a lot of these podcasts, including Sports Card Nation. And I, I, I've heard that, and I, I felt, I feel like they do. Maybe not every episode, but I feel like they do, or they have some sort of staff that kind of says, hey, we heard this on this show or this person said that. And, uh, you know, I like to think that 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 kind of stuff's not falling on deaf ears. Like a tree falls in the woods when no one's around, nothing nothing really happens because of it. So uh, I like to see, you know, if it, whether it's me that says it or whoever, it doesn't matter. It's for the good of the hobby. I'm not going to take credit. If I go on my show and say, eh, Tops dropped the ball, uh, you know, like they did on the Montgomery 582 Club. I went on my show mm-hmm. and talked about that. My episode, you know, that happened on a Friday. And yep. um, I, I talked about it on my show. And on my show, I said, let's see what they do, right? Let's see. I'm holding out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve judgment to what they do about this. And on Monday, at least in my case and in most other people's cases, it was resolved and corrected. And I went on the following Friday show. And gave them credit where credit's due. You know, that's my other thing. If I'm going to criticize a company, you got it's two sides. Every I went on the next Friday and say, hey, kudos to Tops. They made a they righted a wrong, and uh, I think you need to do that. And uh, I didn't I didn't take credit for it. I didn't do it because I said something. Maybe it was the collective masses, and I was just one small voice in the crowd of thousands but maybe you know that's that's the other thing i would say too and i don't know if this is answering your question probably going off a little tangent right we complain about the backlogs in grading and the price increases in grading right we kind of blame the psas and sgc's and the beckett grading right it's really not their fault right someone raises their price and we just keep paying it what that ain't their fault. That's our fault, right? We want change. We got to speak with our wallets, you know. If McDonald's raises the Big Mac to fifteen dollars, right? 
they're going to sell a lot less Big Macs, right? Yep. Uh, will they? Will you know? Will some rich guy come in who's hungry on lunch and just say, "Give me two Big Macs," and pull out his 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 debit card and pay for them? Sure. All right. You, no big no sweat off his back, right? But a lot of us, and uh, I, I try not to eat that stuff anyway. But I, truth be told, I, I like a Big Mac as much as the next guy. But if I'm looking at that menu, and instead of being five eighty nine, it's fourteen eighty nine. I'm not I'm not getting the Big Mac. What's what's on the dollar menu still that I, I still like and I can you know have my lunch right if I'm if I'm going the fast food route, which again I, I don't necessarily like to do. But listen, I I eat it right. So uh, you know they don't. They, why doesn't it go? Why doesn't the Big Mac? Why doesn't the Big Mac go to fourteen eighty nine? Because it's the staple food of McDonald's and they're going to sell a lot less. It's going to hurt the bottom line, right? Why yep. does PSA and Beckett double their prices? Because it doesn't affect the uh, it doesn't affect them negatively, and it helps the bottom line because they still align at that national that goes around the building. There's still a million card backlog even with the increases, and so if we want change as consumers in the hobby, we can't just talk with our mouth. Like that's easy, and I do it too, and I'm I'm I'm. Guilty of this myself. I'm not pointing fingers at other people. But we still send in our cards, or those of us who partake in the grading niche, we're still submitting our cards, right? And so exactly. we need, if we want that change, we need to say enough's enough, and, and then enough people have to say enough's enough. And when if, if and when that ever happens, that's when those corrections uh, are going to be made. So I know they just, you know, Nat Turner just purchased them. Uh, I actually spoke with him uh, earlier today. Uh, That's awesome. Just on a on a, on a base level, uh, the deal's not closed, so he he can't say a lot uh, until you know closing. And uh, but you know a lot of people are, are looking at him as the the knight, you know, the white knight in shining armor that's going to save the grading industry. Uh, as I said on my show uh, earlier this month, uh, when this episode airs. Uh, you know, uh, cool your jets a little bit. Um, you know, uh, is it going to be better? I hope so. Uh, but is it going to be like a light switch? Just gentlemen's going to come is. in and everything is going to be uh, Pleasantville and milkshakes and the Beatles and birds and chirping. The Beatles? And, and, Where do you, know. you pull the Beatles out? I'm a Beatles. I like the Beatles. My son's a big Beatles kid. Come on. I love all all music. I've even gotten in a little bit of country lately. I don't know what's going on with me being a New York City Cowboy up, John. (laughs) I don't own a Cowboys hat or boots, so I don't think that'll that'll ever be the case. But uh, I do like some of the the music. But uh, you know, uh, so uh, we we have more power than we realize. It's just, do we really want to use it? You know what I mean? Do yeah. we do we want yeah. to kind of band together? And you know, we we see kind of what's going on in society. Not to not to get political on you, right? People want change. They're they're saying you know we're, social injustice and uh, people getting taken advantage of and killed. And uh, you know, it, it's it is true. What are they doing, right? They're they're saying enough's enough, and they're they're marching, and and you can say what you want about that. I'm, you know, 
but they've had enough and they're taking a stand. I think if we did that sort of the hobby version of that and say, hey, PSA back at SGC, we're, we're not sending you cards. Fix your stuff. Lower your prices. Get the stuff out back to us sooner or you get you don't get our stuff anymore, right? Um, exactly. You know, you know that's when things will will change and 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 so will that ever happen probably not but uh it's wishful thinking and it's great uh, discussion for a, a hobby podcast and that's what we're doing uh, right now <laughs> well then let's 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 talk about the 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 young kids i mean we, we we both have a great example of a tremendous young talent who we get to talk with interact with and who I admire in the hobby, and that's Brody. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't. And it's, I, I mean, that kid is just something else, man. And, and I kind of, you know, at 12, I was in the hobby. Now, there was no social media, and the wheel was just invented, matter of fact, itself. But, um, you know, <laughs> but, you know, at 12 in, in 1984. Wait a uh, minute. We're the I mean, same computer. age. Don't do that. Dude. What are we talking? We're the same. Don't even. Listen, don't I like myself. I'm self-deprecating. I, I like to laugh at myself. Well, listen, I'm only speaking for me. You were just a, advanced beyond your years. I wasn't. But, uh, you know, uh, at 12, like, if, but, well, here's what I'll say, and I think I, I, I speak for you, too. At 12, when we were 12, even if the stuff that we have now was around when we were 12, we probably wouldn't be able to do what Brody's doing at 12 mm-hmm. years old. And so uh, I, I, I'm amazed by him. He's a great kid. He's a great, you know, I, I use those words a lot. But when I have people on the show or I talk about people, advocates and ambassadors for the hobby, right? Advocates and ambassadors. You're one. I like to consider myself one. And Brody really pers- exemplifies that, personifies that for his age group. And he's doing things at 12 years old. I mean, hats off to the kid. I'm glad to to call him a friend. I know his parents and and gotten to know his parents, and he's a great kid. And you know, when when Hobby Hotline had a few openings open up, you know, he's the first one, one of the first ones I thought of, and yourself included. And I, you know, someone said, "Man, you're gonna you know replace an uh, an older guy with a 12 year old kid." Yeah, I am. Yeah, and and. Uh, not think any, not even think twice about it because I've seen what he does and he loves what he does. And I don't care. Age is what? Age is just a number, right? And so mm-hmm. if he can talk about the hobby and shine a bright light on it and, and be passionate, you know, we forget, you know, we're not, I, I don't want to bring morbid back into it, but we're not going to be here forever, you know, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, yeah. And so it's that next group. It's the Brodies and, and even the group the group behind the Brodies, those five, six, seven-year-olds. You know, I got my start at seven, right? I'm 48. Uh, we need those. We need those. If no one new comes in the hobby and we just fizzle out, and, and so so will the hobby. Now, I don't expect that. I'm not predicting that. But it's Brody in that next generation that's got to carry that baton forward. And uh, if, if, if Brody's the example of that, then this hobby's going to be in, in great shape and uh, happy to to call him a, a you know a fellow hobbyist and staff member of Hobby Hotline and, and teammate if you will and uh, you know and uh, 
uh, he, he does a great job, and uh, you know uh, he does. I always he joke does. with him, like, "Slow down, man! I don't want you to put me out of business uh, that fast." <laughs> me neither. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, and, and that's a, it's a. I, I tell you what, man. I really, I, I know I'm gushing over him, but rightfully so. I mean, it's just a, oh, a great kid. Even you know that. what, even what, even what you know. People see the on-air stuff. If you talk to him when the camera's not on or the or the tape's not recording, that's who he is. And uh, it's it's, it's oh a my great God. thing. Ooh, and, uh, I've had the honor of talking to him you know, like before the show. You know, and He's he's if you think he's he's bright on the show before the show yeah. he's he, you thought you were talking to a forty year old soul but he's hilarious yeah, yeah. And, and no his, you're right his kid's childlike personality comes through and it's just incredible yeah and you but can the, tell like he enjoys what he's doing and you know I, I was recently on a show and obviously we conversate off the air and off the record. And he asked me, he's like, John, uh, you know, you, you've been doing this longer than me. You're older than me with all due respect. Any advice you give to me? And I said, no, man, number one, you're doing a great job. You really don't need much advice from him. The only thing I told him is I, and I say this to even adult, but I used it on, on his age bracket. I said, listen, what you're doing is tremendous. I enjoy it. Other people enjoy it. Don't quit doing it. But also remember, you're a 12 year old kid. Be a kid too. Play sports. Do extra, you know, do extracurricular activities in school, whatever they might be. Debate club, uh, sports, what what have you? Chorus, you know, playing an instrument. You know, don't let the hobby sort of take you where you miss that stuff because you're going to be 18 and 20 and then 30, and then you're going to look back and say, man, you know, I was doing the show, which was cool. But I didn't. I I didn't try out for the baseball team, or I didn't join that club when I wanted to. And you know, you'll you'll have those regrets. So I that was my advice to him. I I, I you know I hope he doesn't get mad at me for for saying. That. I just said, listen, be enjoy being a kid too. Like do what you're doing. I'm not telling you not to do it, but balance it out. And I've said yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I do a lot of shows. I know some people probably listen. Like man, John does a lot of like economy of time and how he saves time and because it it's important to it's me a lot. Like, i i love i love the hobby brad you know that but most mm. people who who listen to me know there's no stick i love the hobby i i wouldn't do this for 30 something years for you know sure there's money involved but that's not that's not where my true heart lies right, right. um and but also, I have a family, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I like to to travel. I like to sit in a hot tub with a cigar and listen to tunes. I like to. There's a. I like to play competitive men's softball still. Still, I don't know how much I got left in me, but right now I'm still doing that. So I like to do other things. I don't want to be consumed as much as I love the hobby. I'm seeing it, man. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to mention names. I see it consuming people like a machine. That's right. It's just. You know, you see people, I can always tell kind of when someone's getting consumed, I'll say this, it's someone I know, let's say I know them, and you, you know them sort of before the, the thing, and they're posting pictures of family and the trap, and I know we're in a pandemic, I get all that, but they're posting, you know, life, hey, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy got his black belt, here's a picture of him, here's him breaking wood, right, and you see those stuff. 
And then that stuff ends and you just see cards and cards and, you know, and like, I love cards too, but it really kind of becomes them. And, and like, you know, uh, I'm not going to lie. I have, I posted stuff like I'm, I kind of, my Facebook is sort of like my personal page. Will Mm -hmm. some card stuff go on there? Sure. But you'll see me. Oh, hey, I cooked this today. Hey, I'm in the hot tub. Hey, look, oh, we, we my softball team sucks this year. But another rough, rough Friday night, right? Yep. Other stuff, right? Uh, other, I, I, I let that side of me uh, be known as well. Hey, my son uh, got a new job. Hey, my son, uh, you know, merit in merit role in school. Whatever, whatever I'm proud of in my life. I, I, I you know, what do you want to call it? Bragging or or boasting? I, I guess you could call it a little bit of that. And I've just seen people who who were doing that, and then that all goes away, and. I just say to myself, man, that they got sucked into the machine, and I've seen it. And it's not just a hobby, Brad. I did a show on this. I've played softball my whole life after since high school ended because I played high school baseball, and I've seen so I played with softball guys that just dove into softball and playing every weekend, playing four or five nights a week. Divorced. I've seen dealers when I was doing my show circuit heavy. Even myself was was heavy. Well, I was a single guy at the time, but I, I had guy dealer friends of mine that were married guys, and I told the story on my show, and I'll leave his name out. But you know, he's like my wife. I'm doing so many shows. My wife told me I gotta I gotta slow down. I'm like, what are you gonna do, man? You you know, you've been married ten years. You don't you think you should at least consider that? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I'm, it's divorce. Right, three months later, hey, I got papers served. Right, it's not just cards. I'm not picking on just cards. We can be consumed by anything. I had a buddy, another buddy of mine, wanted to be a pro video gamer. Right, had all the equipment, the joysticks, and the the sound, and the three three screen computers. And we would do and this is years ago, right? We would do stuff and go, you know, meet and hey, have a couple of beers. And then we he stopped coming. Like, where's you know so and so? I'll leave his name out, uh, even though no one will know who I'm talking about. But hey, where's so and so? I don't know. Call him up. Yeah, I can't make it. Right? Just faded away. It was almost like he died. I hate to sound like that. He wasn't dead, thank God. But he just gave up on everything else and got consumed with that. I want to I want to go on the pro circuit of video game, and I I hope the best for him. Like, you know, if you're, if you're gonna like give up your life for and dedicate yourself to something, you know, I don't root against that. Like, I hope you make it big because you, you're sacrificing everything else, and it exactly. didn't happen for him. But he those friendships were gone. Like even when he stopped playing video games, it was that that boat had left the port. We have moved, you know, we had moved on, and he was sort of out of sight out of mind and uh i see that in, in a lot of things softball cards anything right and uh um, yeah. I, I knew even you know when i started the podcast that was a fear of mine this is going to be time consuming and it is and that was even before hobby quick hits right or hobby mm-hmm. hotline i was just doing mm-hmm. super star nation uh, and i've just you know and i don't want to say i got some sort of blueprint i, I don't know i don't but i've just economize my time. I just have a sketch like, hey, I'm going to spend an hour today on this. Hey, I'm going to spend 15 minutes 
six times today on social media. That's an hour and a half. It's just not an hour and a half all at one time. Um, one thing I don't do, you know, I, is I don't do message boards. Don't get sucked into that rabbit hole. I don't. I watch a little YouTube, but I just don't go nuts on it. Uh, I, I'm not saying I've never done that. One of the reasons I don't do that is, you know, one time I went on YouTube and start start watching hobby stuff. I'm into like paranormal and ghost videos, and I looked at my watch. It was four. It was four hours later. Like I started at like five o'clock. It was nine o'clock, and I'm like, holy crap, right? So I listen. I learned by making the mistake, right? I'm not. I'm not like perfect. But I learned, I'm like, I'm, you can't do that. And I've seen other, like the stories I just told, other people just get consumed by whatever, not just cards. And, and, and so, or the hobby, it's, it's whatever someone loves or has a passion for, right? But to balance it out, you know, it, you probably can get away with that more. Like, you know, when I was single, I was playing a ton of softball. I was playing a ton, mm-hmm. of, I was doing a ton of shows. Matter of fact, every weekend was one or the other, not 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 neither, and uh, you know then I started dating my wife, and uh, you know uh, I told her what I was doing. I, I'll give her credit, my, my wife Sharon. She never has given me uh, you know an ultimatum. She's never said uh, you know you got to um, slow down, you got to not play on Tuesday or not do this on Wednesday. You know the the closest she ever came to that is when Jordan was born. In the year 2000, I was still playing a lot of softball. It was like five or six. And it's funny, I had been thinking about it. Like, you're playing softball four nights a week. Why don't you maybe go to two? Because Jordan's yeah. growing up, and I don't want to miss something. So I was already leaning that way. And my wife just said, hey, you need to play. She didn't say you can or you need to stop. It wasn't in a, you know, it was phrases, hey, do you need to play softball four nights a week? Can you go to three? And here she mm-hmm. said three, and I was thinking two. And I went to two. <laughs> I went to two. And, and that made her happy, right? She was she was willing to say three, and I, I lowered it even by one more day. And so stuff like that. And you just that was a self-decision, like, hey, I, my son's going to be starting to play t-ball. I'm going to want to coach um, and being a, a former player and still playing. And uh, I don't want to miss stuff. I think having a kid, too, is great training to balance mm-hmm. your time because you have to, yes. right? You're either going to, as a dad, you're, you you got to do it because you're either going to be a, a, a really good dad or you're going to be a, a shitty dad. And I, I, didn't, I wasn't going to be a shitty dad. wasn't going to do it. There was no way I was going to be a, a crappy dad. And I always joke, even with the content creation, right, on my show, I always say, you know, not that I'm looking forward to it necessarily, but there's going to be nothing on my headstone that says great podcast. I'm hoping it says, you know, <laughs> wonderful husband, loving father, right? It's not going to be like, okay, dad, but great podcaster, right? It's not going to be that. And so I, I, you got to put your priorities in the right spots. And uh, yeah. I think, listen, most yeah. of us do it. Most, I'm not, you know, when I kind of went off on a tangent there, it makes it sound like, everybody's terrible. That's not what I meant. But there are some people, I don't even think it's intentionally. I'll, I'll speak in their behalf. The ones that do get caught in the machine, they're not They're not doing, they're just getting sucked in. They don't even realize it. It's, some, it's like sort of being like an addict, right? They don't even know they have a problem. So someone else says, hey, you got a problem, man, like intervention, right? Yeah, it's that slow so, warming of the, uh, of the hot plate where they, they stand on the hot plate. And if you turn it a little bit, 
and a little bit and a little bit. They never really realized that the yeah, a lot of people high. that are in a lot of people that are in that machine, man, that are sucked in that machine, have no idea they're in the machine. They, yeah. you know, they don't even realize it. It's other people. It's a wife. It's a son. It's a brother, a sister, a mother. A hey, we haven't seen you in like three weeks. You okay? Where you been? You don't call no more, right? You know, it's it's someone else that shines the light or or on that, and so. Uh, in those folks' defense, if, it might be a small defense, but sometimes in, I don't think it's an intentional act. I don't. I don't. I don't think no. it's like, hey, I'm going to blow off my my responsibilities as a dad or a family member. I, I don't. I don't think it's malicious like that. It just work. It just winds up working out like that. And uh, I, when I started the show, and then it eventually shows, I just said, I'll do as much as I can where it doesn't affect that other stuff. And when it does, you know, I'm not going to mention something uh, specific. I was asked to do something else, uh, content creation, and it, it would have been just too time-consuming. And I knew I could have did it, and I also know if I would have did it, I'd probably be a divorced dude. And so I just had to, you know, as much as I kind of wanted to, I had to respectfully say, hey, I can't do it. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so... Um, you know, and I don't feel I, I, it's just you just have to do be like that, and uh, you know I do I do plenty, and uh, I try to balance it out. No, even I've been asked to do a couple more shows, and yeah. I I I just I'm 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 there in between. I'm there. I'm at my limit. Yeah. Do, this this is going to yeah. expand, and it's just I'm that's it. I'm done for me. You do, no, you do, even you roughing do. the passer, <laughs> even roughing the passer, which is a football show me and Drew Herndon do Sunday night, 930. Um, well, we used to do a Thursday preview show, and it was great when people watched it, but we just kind of like, I don't even know if we had like a, a real in-depth conversation, but I just think we said like, hey, it's, let's, you know, too much. Let's just stick to the Sunday stuff. And uh, yep. uh, it's been great, even even just the one day, we, you know, uh, Hobby Hotline. We used to do it Saturday and Monday. Now we just do it Saturday. It's fine. I'm on once a month now. We all pretty much are on once a month. That's good. It keeps fresh faces in there. And, you know, I don't want, oh, John again. They probably say that the one time I'm on, right? They don't need to see it two or three times. So, uh, you yeah. know, it just it overkill. Sometimes stuff can be overkill. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to find that balance. And sometimes it's easier said than done. I'm not perfect. And, and I'm, you know, I just went off about balance. There's, there's a day, right, uh, where, you know, I'll tell my wife, maybe, hey, I got an interview at 7. I got to go upstairs and do a, a, a phone interview. Okay. And she's good with that, right? Uh, how long do you think it would be? Uh hour, hour and a half, right? Three hours later, right? Doesn't happen all the time, and that's what makes it okay. Um, yeah. But if I was doing that all the hey, it's going to be an hour and a half, but it's three hours every time, then you lose that sort of trust. Like, hey, you say it's an hour and a half, and it's three hours every time. You you know, what's going on? You know, if it's, if I say it's an hour and a half four times, but it's three hours once, you can, you can get away with that once. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And uh, so you, you got to try to balance it all out. Some days I'm better at it than others. I'm not perfect. I've got it sort of down. I don't want to say to a science, but I've got some sort of formulation that works for me and my family and, and 
I'm, I'm not divorced and my son still loves me. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's what it needs to be about because the card, you know, when we're not here no more, no one's going to talk about, man, did you see his collection? That's you know, right. uh, or he was a, he was the greatest podcaster the hobby's ever seen. It's going to be like, he was a terrific father, brother, husband, or he wasn't a terrific father, brother, and husband. And I'm, I'm hoping it's the former and not the latter. So we'll be we'll we'll be respectful of the time so that you don't have to have that conversation. I'll ask you. But see now this is well, I was gonna say this you know nine thirty in my house my son is uh, when he's home is downstairs he's in the vinyl so he's listening to records and chilling. Uh, I do a lot of my work uh, after nine thirty p.m. Eastern time because at my house is uh, like I said my wife goes to bed. Uh, my mother-in-law, who lives with us, is is same thing, uh, going to sleep. My son's rocking tunes out, which is directly under my mother-in-law's room, so I don't know how she sleeps, but uh, that's <laughs> their issue. And then uh, 9.30, a lot of times I come in, in here to the studio and uh, bang out some segments or do some research or write some notes, play with my cards or fondle my cards, as some uh, would say, and... Uh, you know, and so uh, I, I, you know, I pick my spot. Ooh, there's, Robert. There's, Ooh, Robert. <laughs> so there's a method. There's sort of a method to my madness, and uh, but you know, there's times where, where, like I said, I gave you an example where I have an interview at seven, where it's not when everyone's going to sleep, and uh, as long as I commute, you know, communication is is so key in in all facets, right? And so. I always tell my wife, like, hey, next Tuesday uh, I have something at 7 o'clock. You know, next Wednesday I got an interview at 8, 8.30. Whatever it is, you know, I asked her, too. I'm like, do you want me to put something on the fridge and write stuff in there? She's yes. like, no, just let me know. Oh, I have to. But I, I added stuff to my wife's work calendar so that it reminds her. <laughs> Yeah, that and that works too. Like I would have done, I would have done that. She's like, just tell me, and we're good. You know, what I mean, I, I, and 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 I probably don't give my wife enough props on Sports Car Nation, uh, and uh, what she does listen to sometimes, and she probably, with all due respect, she probably won't listen to this. So I'll give her the most props on your show than my own. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, you know, without uh, she gives me a lot of the freedoms, and she, you know, she's been like that from even when we weren't married. You know, I was playing, like I said, last softball, setting up at card shows. She never, she never really gave, she never said, hey, if you don't give it up, uh, I'm leaving or anything like that, you know. Um, and uh, she's been very supportive. Now, she doesn't know about cards. I, I said that on the show, you know, you give, you give her two cards, one being very valuable and the other being, not so much. She she won't know the difference. She don't know anything like that. But she's just supportive because she knows it means uh, a lot to me, and uh, it's important uh, to to have that. Uh, makes what I do a lot easier than if it was the other way uh, around. And uh, you know, and you got to find. But you also can't take advantage. You can't take advantage of that. You, you right. need to one hundred percent to respect that, and uh, you know, so that you keep that sort of relationship going the i heard of a good baseball prop prospect that you might you might uh I don't, I don't know if he's good or great 
this this third baseman called Herman Bryant. What do, what do you think of that guy as a baseball player? <laughs> he might be better than Chris Bryant. Hopefully, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he had a bad year. He can't be any worse than Chris Bryant. <laughs> got the, hey, he's got a good hit tool. He's got a good hit tool and uh, plate discipline. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> Little 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 scout talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's go but, on. You know, Herman and I, we 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 do our show on Monday night, and you and I both have talked about baseball rookies and prospects and all all that that entails, and we've had a, a lot of conversations offline. And Herman and I, when you did your podcast on on uh, rookies and I did my podcast on rookies and Herman and I have had spirited conversations about what is a rookie card. And so I just released today, Mark Hoyle's conversation and, uh, and I, and I'm going to ask everybody the same question. I asked, I asked, uh, I asked Jeff, I asked uh, Drew, so I'm going to ask you the same thing, but I'm going to tweak the question to be a little bit more specific. Do inserts, parallels, and autograph cards of the first rookie year count as true rookie cards? All right. I, I hate not answering a question or a, answering a question with asking a question. Like, are you asking me, do I believe they should, or do are you asking me what are they received at, uh, traditionally in the hobby as? I want John Newman's belief because there's a tally going. <laughs> All right, so here's I believe a, I believe it's my answer is a little different than how the hobby probably sees it as a majority. Most yeah. people, the hobby does yeah. not see an insert or parallel as a rookie card. But to me, it's it's the first card if that's their their rookie years. What's designated where the base card has that RC logo. It's sort of a rookie. Now, it's going to probably be a lesser value. I think the, the regular card, barring an auto, and obviously an auto is going to be worth more. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, again, there's it, it, so many variables at play, right? It's a rare, if it's, if it's an insert, you know, number to 10, it's that, that insert, even though the hobby doesn't view it as a rookie, it's going to be probably more than the rookie that's in the same set. The, uh, exactly. Uh, in, uh, I kind of I know it's a cop out answer. I I kind of you know some of these inserts you, you see answer, because we're doing at, a tally. We're, we're doing. A, a I'm gonna say yes because some of these inserts you have the rookie logos on them. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking of one right off the top to the tops twenty thirty right, which I love that subset. I love that insert. I love it set. too, but that's not a rookie set. card, man. It's not a, it's not a rookie. It's not a it's, it is a rookie insert. It's not the rookie card. I, I'm I'm gonna tell. Ch- it's gonna not the rookie card, but it's a rookie insert. It has that rookie logo on it. Has that rookie? Well, here, listen. I'm old, man. I know you're. Here's I I'm I come from the hobby age where the first card was just a rookie, right? We're, we're we we mm-hmm. don't even that's not the case anymore. Now we're like in pre rookies. And they're not the rookies until they actually get uh, on the playing field. And so um, I, I come from an era in the 70s where, you know, number one, they didn't make the card until the player was already uh, played, you know. Exactly. So that was easy. 
it was easier. But now they're making cards six years before, you know, it's not even just uh, resigned to baseball anymore, Brad. You know, the, there's there's football cards from from uh, the, the high school all-star games. You know, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a Trevor Lawrence card. There's a Trevor Lawrence autograph card right now. And he's still at Clemson, right? So there's so much, the hobby's changed so so much. I, I come from the era where that first card is the rookie card. And I still, I'm stubborn, right? I know it's not, but I like, I know this Bowman 2016 is not designated as rookie. The 2018 Bowman is. But, right. like, this was out way before that one. This was the first card you could get of him. To me, but that's sort of yard. I understand. I, I get it. I, I completely get get. get uh, I'm old. I'm the old man on the porch. I'm the I'm old man old. on the porch. So which way do I tally? You ask, because Herman's going to claim it's his, it's his side for for rookies and inserts and well, for man, parallels see, and inserts. <laughs> well, parallels and inserts aren't real. I think a base card is is the, the there rookie you go. card. There you go. There you go. I bet you can get into the into the life. But I'm not completely. <laughs> but let me let me let me put an asterisk. Let me put an asterisk on this. I'm oh not completely gosh, opposed. <laughs> I'm not completely opposed to that insert or parallel. Being I'm not either because I love that twenty thirty set. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. I, I yeah. I've got two or three sets. I'm not a I set. Do. Yeah. I'm not a set guy, Brad, and I I put a couple of those away. So, yeah, I love that. I I, I saw that set, and I'm like, cops should do, like, a whole set should look like this. Like, the regular flag, like, make a whole set like this would be a a huge hit. Exactly. I believe the same. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the the bringing you to the light side, and I understand you're waffling because you you catch grief on all fronts. So I'm going to let you off on that one. Well, I get in trouble because I I've kind of grew up in a hobby that's so different than what we're in now, and so exactly I'm getting like it's like it's like tug of war, and I'm in the middle, right? I'm getting pulled by my old school ways with one arm, and then the new school ways are pulling me the other thing, and then my shoulders hurt. So. <laughs> well, I I really appreciate your time. I thank you and. and... You know, tribe. We can't thank the the great John Newman for for coming on enough, and we really do appreciate the time and the conversation. And uh, I'll tell you what, tribe. I'll be I'll be back with some final thoughts here in just a second. So, John, appreciate you for coming in. Oh man, I had a blast. Thank you. I'll see you next week then. All right. Bye. I sure hope you enjoyed that. I always have a hard. I always have a great time talking with uh, Mr. John Newman every single time we talk. always have a great time, so appreciate it. Thank you very much, John. So much appreciated. I can't even tell you how much. Uh, If you would, uh, follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Texas Card Dude, Uh, and then my YouTube show is Texas Card Dude. If you search, you should be able to find me. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Let me know what you... uh, would be interested in hearing about. Uh, next week is Jeremy Lee, and we do some hockey talk, and that is a blast. I, I love talking to Jeremy about hockey, so tune in next week. Uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Uh, have a great day, a great rest of the week, and uh, a great weekend. 
I'll see you this weekend on Hobby Hotline if you're on. And uh, God bless. See, lately I've been seeing others judge others based on their appearance and how they dress. Saying you gotta look a certain way to go to Christ. See, I think different. Check my swag. Yeah. I'm feeling with the spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. Yeah, they quick to judge me. Uh, and they don't even know me. Look if they take a second. See, I'm feeling with this glory. Yeah. Check my swag. Yeah. I'm feeling with the spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm telling. I'm telling. So the God confess my sins and then he clears me People steady judging Based on my appearance Yeah, they see the tattoos and earrings As soon as Christ hit me I could change your perception If you take the time and listen He gave me a second chance And he put me on a mission I ain't never killed nobody Had no warrants and went to prison I sold and did drugs I'm ashamed, I must admit it Think I never got addicted Mad off and committed Most of it was peer pressure Just to fit in a recognition But now it's all different He's the reason my better living The reason that I'm written So if my parents is my only bad habit, I guess I'm good. Check my swag, I'm filled with the spirit. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling, I'm putting the rings and I'm feeling. Yeah, they quick to judge me, and they don't even know me. But if they take a second, see I'm filled with His glory. Check my swag, I'm filled with the spirit. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling, I'm putting the rings and I'm feeling. Yeah, they quick to judge me, and they don't even know me. But if they take a second, see I'm filled with His glory. I'm here for a reason, to make His name famous. I'm not who I used to be. So my life and rearrange it In return I spread his word To make them understand No matter what they feel It's never too late to start changing In the end it's coming soon Read it up in Revelations My goal to show you it's real No matter what you gotta face it It ain't no way around it So stop the problem faking Realize you need Christ And without me you won't make it And you know I speak that real talk In every conversation Man I'm unashamed And I tell that to the public The truth might scare a few But I promise it's gonna touch you Make a difference from a distance And I call that getting buckets they looking at me like I'm with, I shout out that I love them I overcome anything, I ain't scared of nothing Any weapons thrown at me shall prosper, that's why I trust them Still go to him. Luke 637. Judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. And that's just what I done. Check my swag.